Firstly apologies for it being a while since the last post, six months actually. Time just escapes me when the season is in full flow, working days are long and full-on busy, and then our much-needed days off are mostly spent away from sight sightseeing and enjoying our local area, so again no time to squeeze an admin. But now our 2021 season has ended and we are back to living in a house for a while I can catch up and fill you in on what the summer months had in store for us. As the previous blog said Wilkesbury Park reopened on 12th April in line with the government lifting another level of COVID restrictions, from then on the site continued to adhere to guidelines of cleaning, sanitizing, disinfecting and mask wearing. Everywhere felt totally safe and manageable as the nature of the job for the staff and the holiday for the members means interaction between everyone is conducted mostly outdoors, whatever the weather. Work around site continued with a new level of gusto. Grass pitches were now open and along with the hard standings they were all getting booked to capacity every weekend. There were a few spare pitches during weekdays in June and up to the school summer holiday breakup but it seemed like the UK was going to continue its stay cat eye and boom again this year. Arrivals were an even split of first-timers and seasoned members, both with equally high demands on our time and resources. The site and its number of occupants now the visitor restriction had been lifted as well was taking a lot of managing, not to mention the increased groundwork as we were now in the full flow of our sunshine and shower summer. Grass and hedge cutting was a constant task, there was always the need for at least three staff out there for the hours straight after the bin run right up to arrival time. Hence the arrival in mid-July of a fourth set of assistant managers, and very welcome they were. Adi and Nina at lifewithaview.co.uk were a great asset to the site and their enthusiasm and experience helped carry us onward and upwards through to the close. They will be returning to Rooksbury for the 2022 season so will be continuing to make their unique mark there. Our time off days out continued with a trip to Winchester. A lovely city with a good mix of shops and the famous cathedral where we spend a while strolling around and admiring the buildings. Another city visit was to Salisbury and yet another even more famous cathedral. It was stunning inside, so peaceful, cool and calm and plenty to read up about on the information display boards dotted around. We saw the world's oldest clock, Britain's tallest spire and the best preserved of only four surviving copies of the 1215 Magna Carta. Adjacent is Cathedral Close, the largest in Britain where amongst the houses with their pretty walled front gardens is Arendelle's the home of the former Prime Minister Sir Edward Heath, Mompessenhausa NT property, and two museums. We then found a place to sit on rolling manicured lawns under shady trees and take in the view of the magnificent spire. A whole day could be spent just visiting the cathedral and close, then there's all the artisan shops and buildings adjacent in the town itself to browse around. I think I've just talked myself into needing another visit to explore some more. Salisbury Cathedral to Close Salisbury Moving on to our coastal days that we paid a visit to Lymington which took us on a very lovely drive through the new forest in towns of Brockenhurst and Lyndhurst. Lymington is a quaint coastal Georgian town of named and independent shops, with a cobbled area winding down to the quayside where we enjoyed our picnic lunch on a bench in the sunshine. On our drive back through the forest we saw ponies and highland cattle by the roadside. New Forest Ponies and Highland Cattle Another coastal day out was to Mudefford Quay, a little further over the border into Dorset. We met up with friends who were holidaying in the area and spent a happy few hours there. We took a ferry boat from the quay over to Mudefford Spit, which is a stunning strip of soft white sand housing equally stunning and very expensive beach huts. When we saw a for sale sign we of course googled the price just to see, 375k was the price tag so I think we'll be sticking with our caravan.
Mudefford Beach Huts. More visits to our old favorites of Titchfield Haven, South Sea, Hambolo Rice, Warsash, Port Solent and Portchester Castle were regular spots to sit in Vinny on the not-so-sunny days, taking in the seascapes whilst drinking our flask of coffee and having a slice of cake. Port Solent. Then came the opportunity for a rare night away from sight when we took a trip over to the Isle of Wight and were able to stay over at Camp Southland site. We went in Vinny the van thoroughly enjoying the whole camper van experience. The site is immaculately kept and the sunset views across the countryside were stunning. Thankfully the weather held out until a couple of hours before our return ferry was due, so we managed a quick tour of the east side of the island and its seaside towns before dashing under cover from the rain, ending up in a pub in Cows for a feast of a meal. On the Isle of Wight Ferry August, the month of next year's site selection was suddenly upon us. All conversations seemed to end up talking about possible sites, weighing up their pros and cons, not too big, not too small, not near a main road, has to be near the coast. So many boxes needed to be ticked but we also knew there would have to be compromises. Our selection was duly submitted, fingers, toes, legs, arms and anything else that was crossable was crossed and we waited. It was the longest four weeks in history. In the meantime being at fabulous Rooksbury kept us focused on the current season and job in hand, no time to dream of next year yet, still nearly three months to do here. It was a glorious hot sunny day, the last day of our weekend off time and we were on the beach. The clock was ticking towards 5 p.m., surely they must be sending the email out soon, it was nearly head office going home time. And suddenly a flurry of pings from our phones, the jungle drums saying the selection decision was out. The sun was shining so brightly I had to dive under the beach towel to read it, listed alphabetically by site name I scrolled quickly down straight to the S's to see whose name was next to our number one choice. It was ours actually ours Steve and Sally Hadley were going to start bay. As tears of joy and amazement mixed together with sand and sun cream it began to dawn on us that we were about to embark on the next chapter of our life. In more ways than we could have imagined our lives were going to change next year, living and working in Devon for eight months was only going to be part of the story. Catch up with us next time as we draw the season at Rooksbury to a close, we pack up to come home to the house, take a sunshine holiday and make another life-changing decision.